Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Staredown. It's an all-star fast motion between playoff games episode. We're even missing a guy, but we want to get it done so we can watch the last playoff game, which Bill and Anthony have a lot of interest in. Hey, I'm Sean Carpenter, Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser on my left in St. Petersburg, Florida, and Todd Meininger down in Cumming, Georgia, fresh off a game watch party in his neighborhood there in Windermere. Guys, let's jump right into it. Let's, we always start with titles. Let's just do a quick recap of Alabama's seventh national championships, or I'm sorry, Nick Saban's seventh national championship, sixth as Alabama head coach. As expected, most of you guys on the show picked Alabama to win. They, uh, they looked good. I mean, the first half kind of did it. Devontae Smith, over 200 yards receiving uh, MVP of the game. Mac Jones, Najee Harris, everybody did their part and the defense showed up. Kudos and hat tip to Alabama, huh, Bill? Yeah, look, I first of all, Devontae Smith, when you watch him run, he just runs at a – it's not like he's um, a blazer. He just – but he still gets separation. I, I don't know. What is that? What is that he's doing? Because he's a little guy. I don't think he's over six feet. I think he's a small receiver. If, you, um, if I remember I looked it up, it was – he might be six foot. Um, but, yeah, but, but, but he gets open, catches everything. Incredible, um, incredible ability to, for the yards after the catch. And look, you know, that's, that's the 18th. Now I looked it up the 18th national championship for Alabama because of that other coach they had way back in the day <laughs> that liked to win national championships. Right. Bear Bryant. Wow. So, um, un, un, just really, I mean, I, I, I had them winning big and it, it turned out that way. Yep. Todd, your thoughts on the game. Yeah. Game, uh, turned out as I think most of us expected. Um, yeah. I think it was, two touchdowns short of predicting the, the right score. Um, but yeah, I mean, congrats to Alabama. Um, it, it just doesn't, I want it to get old, but it doesn't get old. Just uh, hats off to a dominant program, right? Um, just Nick Saban, Nick Saban is amazing and they just reload. So congrats to them. Uh, Bill, you bring, bring up Devonte Smith. Um, I saw a picture of him compared to Derek Henry, Henry, Oh, geez. They, they couldn't be two different body types, right? <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. And they both played at Alabama, both won Heisman. Um, so it just goes to show all, all shapes, sizes, figures. Um, hats off to him and, and uh, hats off to Alabama. And uh, Ohio State is nothing to be ashamed of. They uh, just got beat by a better team. Yep. So, yeah. I, you know, I think it'd be interesting to watch um Saban seemed relieved and, and and excited all at the same time at the end of the game but look he's losing Mac Jones he's losing Najee Harris he's losing you know uh Leatherwood Been there, done that, yeah. right? and and he's losing his offensive coordinator which is gonna be an interesting test to see who he brings in uh to kind of fill that role so Lane um, Kiffin oh wait I'm sorry no, no. <laughs> so, uh, fake news Bill fake news <laughs> I think this is if there's ever a chance for the guy down in Texas A&M to step up and and maybe challenge for the West, he's gonna he's gonna have Alabama coming to College Station in the fall. Uh, he's gonna have a new coach at Auburn. He's gonna have a newer coach at Arkansas with a with a new quarterback. He's gonna have Mississippi State, you know, with a what will be a sophomore quarterback. Mississippi, you know, so Kiffin and and uh, Jimbo Fisher might have a chance to change some things there. But Nick's been proven to. Uh, don't don't count him out, right? He don't he don't lose to people that have worked for him. Remember that. No no none yeah. of them. his his record's pretty good on that. It's yeah. like a, it's it's perfect. <laughs> so. Yeah, and so and Sean um, briefly, um, I, I went to bed 
soon. I didn't see a lot of post game, but I heard it was an emotional, emotional Nick Saban, uh, which, which I think is great to see. This guy is accused of being robotic and just, uh, I think even he was taken aback by what 2020 threw at him. And uh, uh, so it was, again, again, good to see that maybe the human side of, of Nick Saban uh, during this weird season. So, yeah. yeah. So let's jump right into the, into the pro football guys. We had two games yesterday, Todd, that you had your eyes on Packers beat the Rams. Ooh. Yeah. The, Bull, the Bills outlast the Ravens. Um, after an amazing pick six, 101 yard return, uh, which really stopped the momentum and turned the momentum and ended up being the last score of the game. Uh, your thoughts, Todd? You, you, you're you're a fan of both teams. Yeah, it's well documented. Spend spend some time in Green Bay and uh, and mom and dad from, from Buffalo. So, uh, gosh, um, Green Bay looks really good, really good. I think offense is clicking. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers. Love him or hate him, um, just MVP this season. I would I would think it's it's a runaway if it's not already decided. And um, gosh, they got to be hard to stop. Um, and oh, by the way, they'll be hosting a home playoff game in Lambeau for the first time since since 2007. First time in Aaron Rodgers era, which I didn't know. That surprised me. Yeah, uh, yeah. to be hosting an NFC Championship game. In that's, Lambeau. that's so strange to think that, right? I mean, it's all the way back to Favre. You would have thought, right? Yeah. 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 You would have thought differently. So, um, and, and I, again, the human side of the story, I, I think Mr. Robot, Mr. Uh, uh, no I think Aaron Rodgers knows that this is kind of the end of his career. And I mean, he may have three, four years left, but he knows the, the window is, is shrinking. And I think, um, I think he's, he's savoring this and, uh, you know, good luck to them, whether they play the, uh, bill, uh, the bucks bill, I hope for your sake, they're playing the bucks. Um, We'll talk about that later, but yeah. uh, Bills game, God, what a just blue collar Buffalo Bills win, right? I was, I was shocked after that pick six, there was no more scoring. Um, Sean, you immediately went to bed, I think on text and you're like, did I went to bed? <laughs> yeah. 17-3, um, Josh Allen, uh, they got a win. Good news for Buffalo. I think they have two wins where they're not playing their best football in the playoffs. Uh, so I think that only bodes well, bodes well for Buffalo. So, yeah. And, and yeah, as we'll talk about the, the game that we just finished, we're between games right now for people listening. We're between the Browns chiefs game, <laughs> you know, Patrick Mahomes goes out with an obvious concussion. You saw when he tried to stand up after that play, how he really kind of struggled to his feet. Rubber Eyeballs were yeah, going different were, directions. Ooh, yeah. And uh, they did pull him out of the game with a concussion protocol. Um, as, as we were talking off air, probably all of us, We'll, we'll be shocked if Mahomes doesn't play next week, uh, Sunday late game. So he has basically one week from right now to be ready. Yeah, you, you say obvious concussion, John. I was at, uh, at a spatially distanced viewing party. Uh, I wasn't listening to the audio. I didn't see the hit. I didn't see what caused him. It was a uh, clean tackle, very clean tackle. And as he yeah. went to the ground, his, his face mask kind of just drove right into the ground. Okay, Not that was it. Not egregious. When you see it, you're going to think like, well, I've seen worse. Yeah. Um, it was, I'll tell you what, the hit, the hit at the goal line with the helmet to helmet earlier by Sorensen that caused the fumble was more of a, a, wow, I could see how that was a concussion type hit. Right, Bill? Yeah. Oh, I mean, 
yeah, I mean, directly into the ear hole, you know, with the crown of the helmet. That's, <laughs> that's, right, that's but, bad. But compared it. to Mahomes, Mahomes yeah. just looked like a regular tackle. No, I mean, this is a weird. Except uh, his neck went, his neck went back a little bit. Yeah, and so that could have been a part of it. But uh, yeah, he, he, when you see somebody get up like that and every three linemen are holding them up, basically. And the, yeah, the ref was right on it too, right? Oh, they the were ref right. was right on it. He's like, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah, and, and he was only in the blue tent for about about a minute before they brought him into the locker room. I think they yeah, kind of actually ran. Into I just wondered. If, I wonder if it was back. a pinched nerve or something, right? I wondered. I the well, the they head, said, head, they, wondered, they said concussion you know, protocol. They, they, yes. They, oh they, no, obviously it is. I just didn't see it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. You know. Right. That's like yeah. the Dale Earnhardt crash. You know, and we knew it was bad because they were taking so long to get him out of the car, but it didn't look that bad, right? Right. Right. Wrong safety. Look benign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. So Kansas City, the, the, the interesting thing they said there at the end of that game, be the first time ever that a team has hosted three straight AFC championship games. That's crazy. Um, wow. Once again, when you think Bills, the Bills went to four in a row. Um, Patriots all these the years. Patriots, right? all, you know, yeah. and to 10, right? Yeah. <laughs> 10 Super Bowls. So they, they didn't do three in a row. Wow. Yeah. So certainly interesting. And, uh, and that's the late game. Uh, Bill, your team getting ready to kick off here in just a bit. Uh, what's the vibe down there in Tampa other than, I mean, or, or are you the kind of fan that just can't listen to them break down the third team's punter versus the fourth string defense? Yeah, that's not me. I mean, you know, I, I play golf. Uh, I watch the other game, uh, the local stuff. I read the paper. That's about it. And, and the conversation there is, you know, that, that, that there's, this is, this is a chance, but, but the biggest problem that, two different beat writers talked about is it's a young secondary. Now they had a great 2019. They really played well defense. You can see where they ranked last, uh, last year, but this year they've been, they've had their issues, right? I mean, um, Heineke, you know, kind of tore them apart uh, last week. He was, you know, had all kinds of people open and, and Drew Brees is going to have some opportunities. So, uh, but we get Devon, um, Devin White is back. He's a linebacker, really important. And uh, so, so the defense, the front seven should be great. We'll see how the, the, the secondary handles it. And, you know, I think everybody around here thinks that, that, uh, that Brady's really not even peaked yet. Like there's still another level for this team to get on the offensive side. And, it, and it's going to be a lot of fun with Evans, Antonio Brown, Godwin, everybody's healthy. Donald Jones, maybe back tonight. Gronk. Yeah, but Fournette, yeah. Gronk, great. I mean, think about all those. I mean, there are so many options for Brady. And when you give Brady those kinds of options, we've watched it for 20 years. Yeah. He just tears people apart. So, so Bill, if you're going to lose the game tonight, do you want to get beat by Kamara or by Michael Thomas and the receivers? Shit. Like, like, because you got to kind of pick one or the other yeah. to kind of say, we're going to, yeah. we're going to. Can I, cause, can I jump in? Yeah. I don't know if you ahead. heard him, Mike. That question was asked and Bill, the most genuine response ever just goes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not sure which one to pick. Like, he like doesn't, he doesn't want to even fathom losing. That's what, I understand. I, what a great fan he is. Understand my life, right? I, I don't, my teams never win. My teams always find a way to lose. Uh, you know, Philip Rivers finishes with a broken leg and, and, and LT sits on the sideline in uh, Fox, uh, not Foxborough. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was time Foxborough uh, with, with a towel over his head in 2000 seven or eight when they went 14 and two um so anyways i, I look i would rather if we're going to get beat i'd rather drew Brees beat us so yeah good call yeah because i you know then there's there's always a soft spot in my heart for Brees because he was a charger for a couple of years i mean he was you know until philip came in and they, they they were able to move him i mean look they got ended up getting uh lt and and philip out of that whole transfer that trade 
that Breeze went to the Saints and we ended up getting <laughs> something that was a lot of fun for a long time. So, um, yeah, that's 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 uh, that's. Should be. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think it should be a fun one. I think uh, you know you got two of the oldest quarterbacks, and then obviously on the on the AFC side you had you know the youngest quarterbacks going at it. Um, do you know? Do you know with, that Baker Mayfield was the oldest quarterback in the AFC this weekend? That was left. <laughs> of the four of the four quarterbacks in the AFC, Baker was the oldest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty seven. Nuts, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. I was watching, I think it was the ESPN Classic showed um, Baker and Mahomes uh, suited up in 2017 for, I want to say, the Big 12 championship. It was. Oh, did you hear the stats crazy. on that game? Like, oh, gosh. Mahomes threw, for 700, sure was, Mahomes threw for 700 yeah. yards. Baker threw seven touchdown Baker, passes. It was like 62 for 600 yards. 62 57. Yeah. <laughs> the old fashioned shootout. And I love that they're battling it out in 2021. I just love it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and probably will be for years, right? I, I think I think the teams we see those four teams, you know, we see a a really good opportunity for you know the the Ravens and the and the Browns to kind of maybe take that spot from the Steelers as far as battling. And don't forget, you got Joe Burrow down in Cincinnati. Um, Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, weak knee, weak knee, Joey. What? Uh, right. M- Macaulay Culkin at thirty in Miami. Right. Two in Miami and uh, the AFC. AFC's got some good young guns. Uh, I, I heard uh, there's rumors they're down on Tua. Uh, maybe that's uh, happenstance and hearsay, but uh, we'll see. Yep. Well, and, and there's a good chance that think about this, guys. As I just named those quarterbacks, Jacksonville's probably going to get Trevor Lawrence, and the New York Jets are going to probably get Justin Fields. So you're going to wow. have some really young, amazing quarterbacks lighting up the yeah. AFC. Uh, I have a question for you two, real quick, before we wrap up the NFL. Urban to Jacksonville. <laughs> What, what are your two thoughts? I'd love to hear them. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ex- excited for him. And if it's a, you know, it's a challenge. I think, you know, many coaches have made the, tried to make the jump. Very yeah. few have successfully made the jump. The first one that comes to mind, obviously, is, is uh, Harbaugh and, and Pete Carroll. Um, yeah. You know, and then Harbaugh decided to leave because he just, you know, just didn't, couldn't kind of get a culture going that, that was yeah. wor- working and opportunity to go back home and, and coach his alma mater. Uh, probably help, but we'll see. I mean, we've seen a Florida coach try it before with Spurrier. Um, interesting that Meyer's going to go back and, you know, probably buying a beachfront property in Ponte Vedra uh, near. <laughs> right. He'll be playing. Um, yeah. 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 It's going to be interesting to see, you know, I, I, I liked in his press conference, he said, we don't have to just align ourselves with good coaching staff. We have to have the best coaching staff. Mm. And, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see if he goes chalk from <clears throat> NFL or if he brings a lot of young guys in to try and, change the paradigm of the conference because look he's got a great chance i think to to jump on that division if you know, with lawrence and it sounds to me like deshaun watson's wants out in houston right? he does he does he's he's upset so we'll see what happens there and and philip's going to be gone in indianapolis right so that's going to change up that um maybe maybe not next year but soon um so yeah that's i i guess but i it was 12 years ago the guy was or 10 years ago, it was not health issues, but I want to be by my family. Then it was health. And now he's back again. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. So you can yeah, take, the, uh, take the boy out of football, but you can't take football out of the I boy, right? Not. Yeah. He tried. He tried. Time, time heals all wounds. I, I was a little <laughs> left, but uh, 12 years later, he gave Florida two national championships, right? Or, right. or right. neared that. So, and, and how many Ohio State? Another yeah. couple for Ohio State, right? So, it's it's there's a fire in these guys' okay. bellies. Yeah. 
there's a fire in these guys' bellies. They want to test the NFL. And, and yeah. you know, just had to do it. So yeah. I, I wish, I wish him well. Um, I don't know if he'll be successful, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, really quick. Um, NHL kicked off bill. Yeah. Uh, did they raise, did they raise banner in, 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 so they did, uh, in a very interesting way with, first of all, uh, you saw some pictures of me in front of a banner on the pier. Yeah. Vinick, the owner, um, put uh, seven or eight banners around the, around the Tampa Bay area, hung these massive banners, you know, with the 20, uh, you know, with the uh, national, uh, the, the uh, Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup champions. Yeah, it was great. So, um, but the, the, at the arena, no fans, there's some family there. That was it. And they raised the banner, um, not right behind the goal, but just kind of, you know, maybe in the corner, you would call it. They raised the banner just enough where the bottom of the banner was just above the glass. And it's going to sit there until, the fans come back and they're going to do a proper banner raising to the rafters to its official spot in the rafters with the other championship banner. So that's kind of a cool um, way to handle that. Let the players have it their first game and give the fans in February a chance to cheer that on. So look, I got, I got to, you know, we, we kudos the uh, NHL earlier for handling the bubble up in Toronto and Edmonton. Yeah. I like what they've done this year. They said, look, it's a shortened season. Yeah. We're going to go four. We're going to go four basically divisions. We're going to go central East North, which is all the Canadian teams. Yep. And then the yep. West, which kind of makes it out of balance. Cause you got seven Canadian teams, yeah. nine out West, yeah. but you know, Bill, for us, we're going to get a chance to see our, our teams play a little bit more often. Five times. Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's so and they're doing kind of a double, they're doing like tandem games. Yeah. So Columbus went into Nashville, played two games. Unfortunately, lost them both. You guys were home, won your both games. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting to kind of see any type of momentum teams can get and really take advantage of the home ice uh, when they get it. Yep. Um, yep. But it also creates some some different rivalries, right? I mean, you got like we're back in with with, with uh, Detroit um, and we got Dallas, you know, so we got the Dallas yeah. and, and Tampa Bay, the two teams that made the finals last year in the same little uh, central region. It, so. it is it is amazing how, um, how fast everybody just kind of adapted to all that stuff. Right. And all this, they're just doing what they can to get those games in, which, you know, I know in this little corner of the sports universe, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're all saying it. (laughs) What are we going to do? And, uh, they took care of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, how about NBA? Just, I want to bring it up really quick because the trade, of James Harden uh, kind of gets what he wants. He goes to the Nets. He's paired up with Kyrie Irving and uh, um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Yep. Yeah. Did you so guys I, see funny. the? I, I watched that game a little bit, believe it or not. <laughs> you know, because just just because of the Harden connection with ASU and everything. Um, Forty-two for Durant. <laughs> a triple double for uh, for Harden. Um, with 30 yeah yeah with 30 so it was really very interesting and i, I we'll see when Kyrie comes back because you know the, the 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 percentage of stats that they like handle the ball they they have these numbers right down to a science you put those three guys together and you total their numbers it's 90 percent of the game mm. so i don't yeah. know how that works you know i don't know maybe it does maybe it doesn't but yeah you know you got three divas i would call all three of them on a, in some level a diva and uh, I think so. And yeah. how do they how do they make it all work together? It could just explode. Who knows? But so, but, so the fourteen trade. Did you see the what Houston got out of this? No, I, I'm sure listen, a ton four draft picks. But <laughs> listen, the fourteen trade. They get three unprotected first round picks, 
uh, from the Nets. They get 2022, 24, 26. Wow. They get the Milwaukee Bucks 2022 20, first rounder from the Cleveland Cavaliers and the rights to swap first round picks with Brooklyn in four other years. So they get eight number one picks. Yeah. You got to remember in, in basketball, the, the, the numbers like eight or nine a year hit it really make a right. difference. Um, yeah. So the draft is, it's always. That, that, gives, you some, that gives you some nice bargaining uh, yeah. chips later yeah. on. Right? Later on, if they want to just throw those to somebody else, but yeah, that's a, that's incredible. I mean, Harden, um, I mean, Harden's, Harden's just kind of a, yeah, he's just a mess. <laughs> What, what I don't like about, and uh, Shaq, I don't know if you watch what Shaq said about him, but um, he basically said, hold on. My bad. So um, what Shaq said, which was so true, is he, he his problem was that Harden didn't play hard for Houston. And then all of a sudden he comes out and has a triple double first game for the Nets, right? Yeah. So I guess the the whole point was be a professional. He, you owed Houston your best, and you you didn't give it to him. So it was kind of I get his point, right? But but Harden was trying to make a point. He wanted out of Dodge, and he would do whatever he could to to get yeah. out there. So yeah. yeah. Dodd, I, I don't I didn't catch the game tonight. I think Liverpool might have played Manchester City. Is that was that this was man, that this morning? Man, you. Oh, man. Yeah, that was uh, 11.30 on, on Peacock, um, not on NBCSN. Um, the worst part about this game was, <laughs> so this is the greatest rivalry in English football, right? This is the biggest derby, derby, whatever you're going to call it. Yeah. And people ask you, is it Man City, Man U? No. Is it Liverpool, Everton? Both sister cities, but no. Yeah. Man U, Liverpool, that's it. The two greatest football uh teams in, in the english football campaign and it was such a boring game it was awful. like if you recruited someone to watch this game this is it this is the best of soccer please watch and it was such a dud nil was, nil nothing happened it's just oh, yeah. Yeah. Final, nil nil yep. it, was, it was yeah it was nil nil so no, it was like uh, six six to three alabama lsu right <laughs> yeah and if you were touting the sec and this is what college football is all about yeah, yeah. it's just so I think um, Liverpool really uh, – England's shut back down now. They had fans before. It's now shut down. Um, yeah. The fans really need to be a part of this this game, and I'm looking forward to when they can get back in for sure. Uh, not an excuse, but Manchester United finds himself atop of the table, right? They're, they're, they're yeah. leading I saw that. Uh, the Premier League, and now Liverpool's third uh, behind Leicester City, moved up to second. And if Man City wins, they'll, they'll go to – to uh, third and Liverpool dropped fourth. Um, it's an exciting title run uh, for sure. Midway yeah. through the campaign, so yeah, it's nice, nice to see actually have some some interest. Well, hey, guys, Sean, look, let me let me give you a quick one last thing. Australian Open still slated to start three weeks late on February eighth, but I don't know if you heard today. Like sixty seven players and staff will be uh, quarantined because three of the flights coming in all had a positive test on the flight. And so contract case tracing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they're all going to be in a 14-day quarantine. Now, I think part of their quarantine is th where they're quarantined, they're allowed to go out and practice on a court for a few hours a day, but then they got to go right back to the room. No place else. Right, and, yeah. and I know from, uh, um, just to let you know, uh, Gregor Hartnell, who I trained me and who I worked with, he's yeah. back. He just got home to Melbourne. He had to do a 14-day quarantine in Sydney. And I'm telling you, he's in a room 
And if you open the door, there's a guard at the end of the hall and you cannot leave the room for 14 oh, it's, days. It's, it's mandated by the, by the, the state. When, they, when you fly into the airport and they know where the plane came from, came from LA, when you land, you're greeted by military and local police officers who put you on a bus mm. and get your, your luggage to you, take you directly to these special hotels and then get you into your room and you're done. They bring you food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you just stay there. And he had two kids, so they had a connecting suites the kids are three and five, but at least they had a little. Wow, kitchen that's fun. Yeah. And they, they ordered, <laughs> they ordered, um, you know, uh, Instacart or Uber Eats would bring, can bring food. It's, it's allowed, but 14 days and he got to fly home yesterday. So I haven't talked to him yet, but he, uh, he's finally back in Melbourne after that. Wow. And, and, and it was the same thing. You they're, they're walking off the plane, getting on the bus and the people are going fresh fish, fresh fish, fresh fish. Like, like in, like in Shawshank, right? I don't know that line, but I'll laugh because it sounds good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Anyways, well, let's so hope the, he gets better. Let's hope he gets better quickly. Well, let's just hope. Yeah, let's just hope the uh, the Aussie Open plays. That'd be great. Well, it's yeah. in three weeks, right? So hopefully the yeah. two week quarantine. Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's that's works, why they've right? had him fly over so early, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. We need, we need it to happen, so let's hope it does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll turn our attention next week to a little more college basketball, where they're kind of trying to work out a quarantine bubble kind of aspect for for March Madness yeah. in the state of Indiana. So be interesting to watch. So guys, we're anxious to, to watch what happens with this game. Let's, let's quickly, Todd, give me what you got coming up this week. Bill, we'll catch the same for you to see who's on the podcast and then I'll sign us off. All right. Yeah. Business as usual. Um, uh, technically off tomorrow because uh, the MLK junior holiday, but I'm, uh, I'm working. Uh, I got too much to do and I've had too much time off. So I'm just respectfully, uh, um, uh, honoring the holiday, but, but I'm going to work. So, uh, looking forward to that and, um, great weekend. Um, watch Kate play tennis and, uh, didn't myself, but it's fun as you guys know, to watch your, your kid play. So it's, yeah. it's all yeah. good. Um, great weekend and looking forward to a great week. What about you, Bill? Um, so this, this week on the podcast on Tuesday, it's someone, you know, Todd, Oh, it's, it's actually, it's actually Sean Carpenter. Returning oh, for I knew this. You told me two. last week. Yeah. <laughs> returning for oh, round yeah. two of, uh, of of actually just me interviewing Sean, which was a ton of fun. Is it a new interview or a it's replay? Brand interview. new interview. Yeah, we, wow. we updated the one from five and a half years ago. All so. original content. Yeah. yeah, it's all original. Any way I can watch live silently? Um, can I, no. I have no, to wait, no, no, wait yeah, and see. Yeah. There's no video. Okay. So that recorded. Um, and Don't hate me for point, asking, Bill. I want to point this out for Sean. This week, Sean, I'm interviewing Greg Robertson of Cloud CMA. Have you met him before? Uh, no. I think only in passing, like in a hallway. I've never, I've never had a conversation with him. And I'm really excited because I'm, I, what I do, I'm reading his book, The Art of the CMA. Have, if you mm. haven't read that, you need to read that. It is okay. un unbelievable. Um, you know, a lot of stuff that you know cold. And it was, so anyways, I'm working on that one uh, for, for, the, for the week after. And that's it. Um, just, I know the game started. I know it's not the, the best of starts for the Bucks, but there's a long ways to go. They're, they're holding tight third and goal they're holding sure, tight sure sure third and goal well, I'm, uh, that's never good by the way you know that right <laughs> it could be it could be seven nothing it could okay. be seven nothing okay true <laughs> true true that i know our, our friend mal is out showing houses and writing an offer right now so that's why he couldn't be here he had out of town client clients that he's taking care of and in his ultimate cu customer service approach he he uh bypassed the podcast for for his customers he, um i should. am yeah. uh Jumping on my first of eight sessions tomorrow morning with wow. uh, my friends from Frederick and Clark in Nashville, Tennessee. Then I'm going to jump on a plane and fly to Oklahoma City, boys. 
uh, where I'll be spending most of the week. I'll then jump on for my hotel room for a session with the Iowa Leadership Academy. Uh, and then I'll jump back on with that Nashville group for an another afternoon session for part two of their kickoff. I'll be doing three sessions for the Oklahoma Realtors. And then I'll be doing a session for my friends at Remax Northwest Arkansas. And then I'll fly home and do one more session for those people at Remax. So busy week. Uh, I'll check in when I can. And guess what, guys? I'll, I'll, I'll try and send you a text. I'm going to try and make it down to Norman, Oklahoma to visit the campus of the Oklahoma Sooners. So uh, check that one off my off my list early Tuesday morning. So on behalf of our buddy at Matt, Anthony Malfronte, Todd Meiniger and Bill Rister, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to a short episode of The Stare Down.